Another episode of Gen X Reverb. We've got Ken, Mark, Justin, and myself, Bradley. We're cousins who talk about their awesome childhood in the 80s and the 90s. Today's episode is about a cool movie from the year 1993. I mean, literally cool in the sense that it took place in wintertime and it keeps our protagonist stuck in the town of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. That's right. You guessed it. Bill Murray stars as Phil Connors in Groundhog Day, but even greater than the movie Groundhog Day, we have Stephanie Rouse, our other cousin, as a guest on the show. Go ahead and give her a round of applause, guys. Yay! Yay! Welcome to our show, Thank Stephanie. You. Thank you. Yeah. I am so happy to be with you guys. Thank awesome you for nice. having me. We're glad to have yes. you. Yeah. Glad to have you. Yes, absolutely glad to have you. Good. And um, the connection is uh, the guy that just talked right there, Honey Bear Chambers. Stephanie is his older sister. So that there's right. our, our connection. So... All right, so this is a super cousined up cast, and let's begin right away with our musical segment called The Fast Fire Five, in which one of us reads the lyrics of a pop song from our childhood, obviously, whilst the other three, nay, four of us, tries to guess the song or the singer. So um, let's go ahead and uh, begin that now. And I'm just going to sit all the way down. <laughs> so maybe it is three of us guessing. <laughs> no, so we're gonna we're gonna get it fired up now. Usually we try to pick the best songs of the deck of the uh, year. Uh, it's gonna be 1993. So we actually did that year already. In fact, I let that. That was the year where uh, Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" was number one in 1993. So we're gonna pick some songs higher up in the top 100, and we're gonna go with. Uh, this song was number 69, 1993. Wow. Hey, hey. Hmm. Is this a reggae song? It, it sounds like that. Is it shaggy? Mm-hmm. Is it shaggy? It It is not it's shaggy, but it's not shaggy. Um, okay. I will say, Steph, that you are on the right track. Okay, you are okay. on the right track. I'd like oh. to guess. This is, right. you... is it the well, song? Wait, let's, okay, let's let our guests. I think yes. our guests had, had Guess something. guessing. Steph did. No, I, did, I, I was I was just thinking it was the artist. It might be UB40, but no, no. no? Okay. no. I think right, I know what ahead. it is, but I, I want no, oh. no. I want to let our guest and and our and our the worst contender of all time to go ahead and guess Kenny as well. You you can, Lady Blacksmith Mombazo. That is actually wrong. Oh. <laughs> Got it, dude. <laughs> oh man, Mark, you almost had me, dude. <laughs> and Stephanie, did you have any other? Did you want to keep going, Mark? So let's, to to let our guest uh, see if she can get it again. 
Uh, yeah, I, I can keep going. I can keep going indeed. Uh, let, let's, um, okay. When you were <laughs> eight, you had bad traits. You go I know to what school. It is. Let's hear it. Keep going though. I should be quiet. Go ahead. No, no, Bradley, do you know what it is? Rule. It's fast fire. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's the song from uh, a TV show that I absolutely hated. Yes, Mark? Bad boys, In, bad boys, indeed. what you gonna do? Yep. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> what? Nobody oh, not oh, give you no break. Police oh. not give you no break. Bad boys, what you want? If you know break. Yeah. <laughs> that was on the, the Billboard's top 100s? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad yeah. boys, bad boys. That's what you, what gonna, you gonna do? do? What yeah, who, gonna who's do? the artist? So it's uh, Inner Circle, and the song is Theme to Bad Boys. Hmm. Awesome. Number 69. All right. Good job, Rap. I would have never got yeah. that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you. That, that's pretty good. Um, man, but of course, dude, it was so attached to that TV show. I was usually busy, like, you know, cocking my imaginary gun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Granning for his uh, portrayal of that uh, oh, song on hell, The Simpsons. Hilarious. Bad cops, bad cops. <laughs> bad cops, bad cops. Hilarious, yeah. Yes. If, if you, audience, if you have a chance, just Google bad cops. No, it'll be in the uh, show Simpsons. notes. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. Kenny. Put bad in the cops. show notes. <laughs> All right, looks you'll, like a you'll Bradley. Find many, many goods there. All right, Bradley has um, one point. Everybody zero. Yep, Bradley at one. All right, number 87. You'll remember me when the West Wind moves upon the fields of barley. Oh, oh, I got this. I got oh, this. You, barley. Yeah, yeah. I think all three of us got this. Uh, Go ahead. Who had it first? <laughs> I think our guest. Go ahead, Stephanie. Who's the artist? Oh my goodness. Um, is it fields of is it barley or gold? Fields I think gold. both in the song. Yeah. It is so gold. Field, fields of gold. I think it's called fields. And who's the artist? Do you know? I have an Ava Cassidy version. Does that count? The who? <laughs> that is a version of the song. Um, is that, that is not Pocahontas? the original. Is that no. from the Pocahontas soundtrack? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> this is this is from every dentist's office that you've ever been in. <laughs> it does Enya, sound like so it would be, be there. It, it's a nice, relaxing song. In fact, I heard it probably about a month ago, and I was like, man, this is a good song. Uh, at Stephanie, the our, guest, our guest was going to say something. Were you going to say, Stephanie? I was at the dentist today. Yeah, speaking of. Oh, nice. Fun. Did you hear this song? Yeah. No, they have no music. It's uh, the sound of a lovely girl. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> and a leaky faucet in the background. By the yeah. way, listeners, uh, yeah. Stephanie lives also in uh, on the island of Maui. Right, Stephanie Maui? Maui Waui. Yep. That is correct. So okay. today's podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Family Dental. So. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, we're breaking into those dental dollars. Yeah. So, Justin. Um, there you go. So Justin Dino or whoever whoever yeah, the artist on the act on the artist yeah the, the artist is a uh, Sting. You remember me when the West Wind moves 
Number eighty seven, filled of gold. Filled of gold, Sting. yeah. Yeah. I think we were living in ninety three. Oh yeah, we didn't still have it in graduated high school at that point. Nah, nah. Mm. That was back when we were in Chandler. I remember I'm that was th- I'm thinking TV about all the time. You know what? The, the song I, I, I kinda thought was kinda cool was the one with uh Stevie Wonder. Was it Stevie Wonder at the beginning of that uh uh brand new day? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's the harmonica. That's Stevie Wonder. And that came out after high school, right? Oh, most definitely. Okay, yeah. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Brand new day. It was almost like 2000 when that was on the radio. All right, moving on to number three. Number three. Justin won, Bradley won. Okay. Let's get it cracking here. Stakes are high. Can't let the Golden Twins win. All right. Okay. Let's 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 get it cracking. So this is song number eighty one. We like the breeze. Oh, got Hello. it. Got it. Uh, diggable planets. Cool like that. Done. <laughs> oh, we had that tape. You got that, Wait. my friend. Oh my goodness, dude. Oh, I, I might have actually gotten that one. No, that's not true. I, 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 that, that was, that was my fault because I broke into the verse. <laughs> yeah. I love that song though. Yeah. That was about as close as I got to like being into jazz, I think. To jazz? <laughs> yeah, wow. it kind of has like that bass line kind of going on. Like, you know, like real jazz. It's got, yeah, the bass, it's got like the, the, the smoky Silkworm. coffee shop, you know, playing, Absolutely. you know, he's playing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think I even tried, like, I think this is during my, my early trying to be a DJ phase and I'm, I'm, I think I remember trying to mix with this song and stuff, but anyway, mm-hmm. here we go. It's a nice song. All right, it's a good song. Great song. I think that was the only thing that they had, right? I mean, Digable Planets didn't really. They had that album, uh-huh. and then they had uh, uh, another, a second album, which was like, "What is this? This okay. is garbage." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. So that was number eighty-one, Rebirth of Slick. Rebirth, Digable Rebirth Planets. of Slick. All right, Justin Two, Bradley uh, One. Good job, guys. So now this is number 82. So you can compare and see, hey, which song do I like better? Number 81 or number 82 here? All right. <laughs> no. I don't know why. Why you're not fair. I give you my love, but you don't care. So what is right and what is wrong? Give me a sign. <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not what is love. No, that was too, that didn't come out in 93. Is that your final answer, Ken? <laughs> I think it is. I, that's all I got. Yeah, what is love? I don't know who sings it, but. Uh, come on. It's not Hathaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Dude. You never Ken? Did I get it? Woo! Yes. Yeah, I was going to say. What is love? You know, a broken Baby, clock is right twice a day. Nice, Ken. <laughs> awesome. Good oh, job, man. man. The pressure's on. I'm going to have to Dude, exit. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everybody's getting, getting up in here. All right. If I say the first sentence on this song, I think people will know. So I'm going to go down a couple lines here. Cool. Okay. All right. This is number 43. 
or even imagine your emotions. Tell myself anything. Is it my turn to hold you by your hands? Tell you I, know what this I love is. you. No, you don't know what And you not hear me. You know it? I don't want to guess, though, because let's keep going. Keep going. <laughs> is, is it my turn to totally understand? <sighs> this is one of the best songs of all time. Really? Is it? You. <laughs> These lyrics sound. Walk out of my life <laughs> and not do a thing. You're much too young, girl. Young girl. Oh, wait, 93. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. I'm out. This is Justin. If, if I have to give away that feeling that I feel, if I have to sacrifice, oh, whatever, babe. Whatever. Hmm. Uh, I can I guess nothing. now or I can wait for you guys. Do you guys think you might have it? Stephanie, I think me and Ken are definitely out. Yep. I think it's Big Daddy Kane. Um, no, I'm kidding. I have no uh, idea. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. All right, so uh, this is no, okay. No clue. And it was in the this is in the 40s though, so it's definitely something that we will probably know once we. Uh, you sh- the first line says Brad. All right, I'll say, say the first line. Is it my turn to wish you were lying here? Oh, is it my turn? It's not, uh, what's the name? You got it, Ken. Yeah. You you got it. I heard you sing it. Dude, who is that? What's the name? We were just talking about him, too, not too long ago. Not the, uh, did they do the song Tennessee as well? No. Oh, Oh. man. They are are definitely on these charts in 93, but no. Uh, Arrested Development. uh, No. Arrested Development, no. No. Oh, okay. No, no. And Mr. Wendell. Oh. That name is... That, this, this is not that song. Oh. They just had braids come that were similar. On, dude. I know. I'm just seeing like dudes with, with braids. Come on, man. What just, who is it, Bradley? For the sake yeah. of time, yeah. PM Don. Is it PM Don? Oh, yes. I, I die without you. Is it my turn to wish you were lying Really, really good song from the Boomerang soundtrack. Oh, Boomerang, yeah. No, I, that's the thing. Since one of our last episodes was about romance, it's funny because, man, these songs all sound the same, man. Talking about, <laughs> you know, what did I do wrong and come back to me and why'd course, you leave me? Yeah. Is it my turn and what should I do? And it's like, really? <laughs> I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here's some flowers. Why do you sound Speaking? like the guy from The Simpsons? Glavin. <laughs> yeah. You, Glavin. Yeah, you sound like Professor Freak. Yep. Stephanie, what'd you say? As the only girl cousin on here, uh, we don't mind that so much, us girls. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, like, if, if any dude was going to get your attention, he had to know these songs back in 93. Yeah. Right, Steph? Like right. If, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you had to be hot. A, a little crying, a little bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, there are so many songs. There was Brian McKnight, one last cry yeah, up in here. Yeah, that's what I was I waiting mean, for. Yeah, that's my there, graduation theme song. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's um, got to be intense. Tell us more yeah, about that, some, Stephanie. Yeah, let's hear. One last cry, 1993, graduated, and I just remember it's all being left behind. Wow. Peace out, people. 
<laughs> South Mountain High School. Where'd you guys graduate? Did you graduate at the high school or ASU, Gamage? I'll never see most of you again. <laughs> You're right. South at, yeah, yeah, ASU Gamage. Yep. Okay. Big, yeah. Big giant 600 class. I have a common theme, uh, a common thing that I always do inadvertently, and I'm going to do it now, uh, vertently. I don't know if that's a word. Anyway, Tracy's sitting here. I'm going to do it vertently. Oh, Tracy's sitting there? She's sitting yeah, there, she, Bradley. She's we sitting the, here, and we know just, that. Yes, okay. <laughs> the cousins know this. Yeah, just uh, anyway, get her what's the, mic, too. I, I invited her onto the cast. I said, Stephanie's coming, and she was like, um, maybe next time. But anyway, honey. Um, what? what? <laughs> so you can uh, know, Stephanie... Uh, is saying that women don't mind the romance a little bit, the uh, the the saccharine sweet goodness. So yes, she's vindicating you. <laughs> yes, thank Tracy you. Air high five. There you go. She said an air high five for you, honey. That gave her a nice little chuckle. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll, great. We'll, thank you. We'll Mark. save any more romance for our previous romantic episode. No more. Get that out of here. <laughs> save that saccharine <laughs> sweet. That get, get that tear back in there. Yeah, that's our one seat. <laughs> Once a year episode. Yes. <laughs> we'll do an annual anniversary episode. I can't wait to like hear that. how that sounds, by the way. That's I'm sound almost great, done sure. editing that one, guys. I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's a lot of good stuff in there. Anyway. Right edit that out all the stuff I said about uh, romance being sappy. So Tracy nope. doesn't have to hear anything. It's right. in there. We're, we're going to go ahead and make sure. That means sure. I'll listen to it. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> awesome. So, Mark, thank you very much for uh, doing the fast fire five for us. That was really fun. Um, and Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on for that particular segment. But like we said before, you are more than welcome to stay for the entire episode. Now we're going to jump in for Ken to uh, do uh, quick five questions of trivia from the 80s and the 90s. Ken, go ahead and take it away. Uh, actually, and I just stuck with 90s since we were uh, kind of in a 90s mood today, uh, considering our movie is from 93. Yeah. Um, so these are, again, these are questions pulled directly from the 90s stack. I'll start with this one. Um if you if you know it stuff, just just blurt it out. Um, yeah, so there, there's you, no uh, civility here in yeah, this absolutely uh, not. Absolutely <laughs> not. podcast. We and, just and, yell. And some of these questions have a bonus uh, a bonus follow up. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give you three three clues for this first one here. Uh, you might have warned me warned me on your backpack. I am shaped like an egg. I'm known as the original virtual reality pet that you have to feed and take care of. What is the Tamagotchi? There you go. Tamagotchi. You wow. gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Dude, I was gonna say those Gigapet things. Gigapets, I remember I think those. Gigapet was after, man. I think yeah. that was after. Yeah, I think Tamagotchi oh, yeah. was the original. Cool. Bradley, are you serious, yeah, man? I think I... How did you know that? I think Elise he and Evan. <laughs> man, he, he has one. Man, Tony on on uh, Bradley. <laughs> I'm like Share that the dude secret. from K-Pax, man. How, how, how could you know that? <laughs> how could you? Know Great movie, that? by the way. Kevin Spacey before his uh, public accusations. Anyway. Right. right. Um, okay. Toy Story was Pixar's first feature length computer animated film. But what was the second one? Oh, Bugs I got life? it. Yeah, Bugs. Oh, Brett. Sorry. No, Justin, you have that, man. No, no, no. Okay. You're good. No, no, no. You got it. Go ahead. Is that right? Oh, did, I, did I get it's it? Bread. It is a bug's life. A bug's life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bonus point here. What was the name of its main character? Flick. Flick. Justin. Flick. Justin got Flick. All right. <laughs> Need some kids, Brad. You'll get that faster I, next I time. 
<laughs> by a millisecond. Have a child so you can be on by <clears throat> one thousandth right. of a second. So, um, I never watched the show Blossom. I don't believe I, I, I think I was pretty young when it first came out and I feel like I was not allowed to watch it or it just didn't hold any of our interest you were yes. on the show. Blossom. This is Blossom's <laughs> ditzy best friend's name. Oh, I think I, I, forgot. I, I, uh, clue is easy, that it's easy. a number. I know, I know what it is, but I'm not gonna six. Yeah. Stephanie. Six. Woo! There you go. Thank you. I got one. I can go home now. Stephanie, good job. Yeah. Raise your head high amongst your friends this evening. I remember we were all at your house one time, Mark and Stephanie, and we were watching Blossom. (laughs) Good memory. You know what? That dance in the beginning, like, sucks you in, and then it gets pretty, like, you know, it's pretty lame, so you can't stop watching it. And then, yeah, it, it just never gets any better from there. But, yeah. A lot of sitcoms from back in the day did not age well, man. When you go back, they're just so formulaic. And it's just like, dude, this wasn't entertaining. I don't know why we were watching it. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. definitely right. That's the way I feel about a lot yeah. of stuff. I don't know. No, but we were watching it one day, and a, and a specific uncle that we will, will remain nameless was there. He was like, hey. So now you guys know who he is. And <laughs> that, did he say, good night? <laughs> Regarding. <laughs> goodness yeah no he uh he uh was like so what's this is, is that the newest rage is blossom what is it? It, i remember <laughs> stephanie's face she was just like, like oh brother i think that was probably before he started talking that was just my normal face <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never that's changed. funny so uh, just a wow. real quick side point um jaleel white he has a uh podcast and uh, he talks to other child stars. So I have like um, the girl who played Winnie Cooper and uh, Raven Simone was on there and he was talking Ooh. to Blossom. And I thought it was kind of cool. And they're just kind of talking about growing up as child stars. And like <laughs> it's it's a kind of interesting Sorry. show to I'm hear because you always have all the negative, crazy stories. So mm-hmm. um, to hear like the positive ones, like Winnie, the Danica Keller or McKellar or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like a math genius, but she also does some acting and stuff too. And they're just kind of chatting. It's a it's an interesting, interesting show. It just started like maybe a month ago. Wow. wow. For real. Call him up. Mark, I Mark, think... uh, set that up, man. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, let's get him on. Yeah. You know, we'll That'd share awesome. audiences. I'm sure they're about the same size. So. Yeah. And tell me if to talk by Urkel. He has to talk like Urkel the whole time. Exactly, <laughs> man. He he will he will not do that. I'm right, sure right. I am certain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or... He okay. was in a show that was pretty good. It was like they were in the modern times, but they went back to high, like they it was like flashback to past, present, and future. Hmm. And it only lasted about a season, but it was really good. Oh, was, was it, it. Um, with Bobby Moynihan or something like that? And it I was think like three, so. It was like him as a kid, him as yeah. I think I remember. Yeah, as a teenager, and then yeah. their adult life, and then their mm-hmm. future. Oh wow! Forget the name. But of that Blossom. Show. Speaking of Blossom, I saw her on a makeover show. Remember that show, What Not to Wear? I'm not sure if it's still. Yeah. Oh, on. What TLC? Not to Wear. Me and my yeah, wife used yeah, to watch yeah. that when we first got married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She Blossom had a makeover because she had kind of let herself go, I guess. But yeah, they redid, brought her back to life. Wow. She got ten acting gigs the next day. <laughs> wow. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know, but yeah. Oh, oh I'm Jalil, really believe in that. Jalil did Sonic. He did the voice of Sonic on the cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Props to him. All right. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, next, next, let's moving on here. To, uh, just two more, two more. Uh, so this is also, again, a numbers game. This is the number of house party films that were made. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to say four. Oh, Mark. All starring Ken Poi. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, four of them, though? Were they grandparents in the last one? I'm going to say three. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, it <laughs> was four. Mark, Mark was it it four? It was oh, four. Yeah. Good job, Mark. So, you know, you know what's funny is I think that it was Kid and Play for the first three, <laughs> and I think it was like the Im- like immature guy. Uh, the Roger from Marcus Marcus Houston, Marcus, Marcus Houston, Marcus brother, Houston. I brother think Marcus Houston? he is like leads like the fourth brother one. Houston. I think. Hmm. Brother, nice. Interesting. Good job, Mark. Yeah, Four. man. And that sounds that was probably straight to like not even DVD. It was just straight to like straight <laughs> to newspaper. <laughs> straight to newspaper. Straight. To- straight to the takeout menu at Chang's. <laughs> Chinese Chang's. Ken's Chinese Steakout. <laughs> man, I'm still looking at these uh these uh Jalil White shows. Grown ups? What in the world? That, I think that in, was it. He was I in Grown Ups. That was it. Wait. Grown Ups. Okay. With Marissa Rabisi and Dave Ruby and Bumper okay. Robinson. Because I know okay. Bobby Moynihan. He's in We Bear Bears. Does he voices one of the bears and he's also was on Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Uh, Grown Ups was a, a movie. Oh, I, mean, okay. I guess it was also it a TV show. Insane, so there was yeah. the 2010. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're right. There was a TV show. Huh. I do not remember that. Wow. Okay. I can okay. go down a rabbit hole, though. So let me stop cool. there. Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah. So last one. Last one. I'm going to give you four cities, and then I'm going to ask you uh, which city does not belong in this group. So Houston, New York, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C. In the 1996 blockbuster Independence Day, which of these cities is not destroyed in the devastating first attack? Oh, man. Can you say that one more time? I'm going to say Houston. Houston. Bang! Bang! Stephanie got it. Yeah. Yeah. Know Stephanie, you're Will wow. Smith. No, yep. <laughs> <Know> you're Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I know my destructive cities. So good stuff. Uh, Stephanie won that one with two guesses. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good job, good Stephanie. Job, Steph. Yeah, nice job, Woo-hoo! Steph. Thank yes. you. Two correct answers. Um, yes. Good, good one on the house party, Mark. Man, I would have been like 22. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they just keep on making them. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, I mean, if you watch the first one, I think I remember seeing the first one on TBS or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it was just one of those movies. It was right. It was like it was like one Saturday night, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, you, know, yeah. you literally don't. Well, you run out of ideas because that was your idea, so you ran out. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah easily uh, could see them just continue. It's like all right. Yeah, and you know what's kind of cool about it is. Um, in that movie, I think you have Martin is in there, like mm-hmm. uh, Tisha Campbell, <laughs> and yeah, Tisha Campbell, and like, um, yeah, there. I mean, it's like kind of like a that's who's right. who. Tisha of, Campbell, that's uh, right. That, that was like one of her first movies, right? Denzel Washington too, right? No, mm, I don't no. know. Maybe, really? No. Oh yeah, fe- no, <laughs> no, he was okay. in there with oh. Forrest Whitaker, and. <laughs> Just throwing like a list actors. <laughs> Sydney Poitier. <laughs> opened up. Okay. All right. Is Steph still connected? Steph's Somebody's still here. Sicily Tyson. 
Yeah. Uh, Did we lose like, Stephanie? I think I we know. lost her nope, a little I'm bit. Here. She's oh, here. here. Oh, no, nope. okay. sorry. I was muted. I'm here. All right. Cool. All right. So this uh, episode, uh, first off, good job, guys. Great. So we had a good uh, couple of rounds there. Fast mm. Fire 5. And what are we going to call that? Just 80s, 90s trivia? Anyway. I got to come up with a name. Uh, I mean, we're going to change it every week or every trivia episode anyway. But Ken. yeah, something. <laughs> Fast Five. Tri- five. Yeah. Fast Five. Yeah. yeah. On the fives. Yeah, exactly. Fast Five exactly. on the fives. <laughs> oh, Fast Five on the fives. Right. Okay. On the fives. All right. Awesome. So as you can hear the background music there that Justin just queued up, that is our movie, as we mentioned, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. What a wonderful movie from my perspective. We're going to get the perspectives of all of us. Uh, today, we're including, again, our cousin Stephanie. So let's begin. Let's just jump right on in. I just want to say that that cloud montage at the at the very beginning of the movie was totally 80s and 90s. I think there was a couple Steve Martin movies that began similarly. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cloud montages, right? Like, what is this? Blue sky. I didn't like Back to the Future 2 have a cloud montage. I mean, like, dude, they just, yeah. Uh, I can think of several movies that just, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was all the same footage. Just, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Cause yeah, when, when I was watching it, I was like, man, there was like a nice, nice, wholesome, like com- comfortability with mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it just seemed like the normal thing to do. Yeah. And, and it didn't make, like, it didn't play us. Uh, it didn't serve a purpose. It was just so we can show you the credits. Did it calm you down though? Did it just like calm you down and make you feel good? Forgot. I think. Day. Sorry, you broke up yeah. a little bit there. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking. I, I don't know that I, I. I'll have to think about that. Maybe they wanted to calm me down before they brought me up with with laughter. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a complete <laughs> massage. Sit hmm, there we go. All right. So uh, the beginning of the movie begins with uh, Bill Murray's character Phil Connors, I believe is his name. Yes, it is. And he is a news anchor <laughs> in Pennsylvania. And I want to just point out that three-piece suit. I don't know if you guys even zoned in on that, um, but that was a, a, a totally uh, of the time three-piece suit. But you guys are probably like, <laughs> nope, didn't see it. No, I mean, was it about like when he was a weatherman like a or which vest? Part? The weatherman part, the, Mark. Yeah, the no, not yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a flannel vest? Okay. <laughs> I think it was just black. It was all black. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But I just want to stay, just to get us started real quick, um, Bill Murray, uh, his... Like Ken, you actually mentioned this before. The snark levels in this movie were through the roof, and I think Bill Murray is naturally oh, a genius. His timing is perfect. Um, yeah. When I was a child, I did not appreciate that, but as a grown man, I, he just he nails all of his lines to me. Um, Even though in '93 not... you weren't a child. <clears throat> uh, when thanks you were... for pointing that out, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> when I was a child, uh, back well, I was a full grown child. Um, so anyway. Um, so Stephanie, you've seen Groundhog Day before, right? I have many times. Okay. Oh, we okay. okay. But I'm, I'm not as prepared as you all are, but, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. No, we're good. You're good. Jokes we're... on you, Steph. Um, uh, most of us don't prepare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We're good. I'm in good company. <laughs> that is true. Uh, company. So, uh, before we actually jump into the real movie, I, uh, I do have a real question. Do you guys understand the graphics for weather and pressures, uh, the, the high pressure system and the this and the that coming in when the newsman is explaining no, that? No, we don't. We, I don't yes, understand why it's so, I think what you're saying, Bradley, is why are they so primitive when they can just have him standing in front of a big actual screen? Um, well, okay, so the graphics, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh, about, okay. like he says, Sorry. this big blue thing, 
And I was like, exactly. Does well, anybody know front? What? It's a cold front. Yeah, it's a cold front. Yeah. Blue is cold. Red is Red hot. Red is hot. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not science, guys. <laughs> so uh, real quick, let's just do a round robin. Everybody uh, at the top of the show. Um, go ahead and tell us. OK, so everybody's seen it before. Um, tell us what is your favorite scene in the movie we are not going to do this chronologically um just let's start with what is your favorite scene and we'll start with stephanie i think my favorite scene was when he finally nails that music piece and they're in that restaurant is it a restaurant Mm -hmm. and everyone's just like jamming out to his playing the song perfectly after he started off he could only play like a couple notes but he spent all that time learning from the teacher so Yes, and she's looking, what is it, Annie McDowell? Annie McDowell, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's looking all yep. smiling and puzzly, like, how? how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's a good moment. Yeah. Kenny's she's like curling that's her my fingers dream. up in her hair, too. Like that, that's your dream, Stephanie? <laughs> yeah, that I would just, you know, just walk in one day and I'm just jamming out on the keyboard just and like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> how? Yeah. You've had nine months, when? Steph. You've had nine right? months to, to do all this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have, I've had nine months since COVID to learn to play too, and it's <laughs> dusty. So I don't know. <laughs> Serious. And yeah. uh, Ken, what's your favorite scene in the movie? Now, well, obviously I'm the resident jerk. <laughs> um, the scene, <laughs> you preface it. I, I preface it. So the scene where he uh, initially shakes off the homeless guy, where he's like, "Oh yeah, let me dig in my pocket for some change," and then he's just like, "Meh." Like I, I apologize, but that resonates with me because I never carry cash, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always feel bad, like eh, sorry, and I just kind of pat my pockets and keep going. Um, <laughs> we were just talking the, about uh, that in the chat, I think. We were, yeah. But the Ned, the the Ned Needle knows uh, what's his what's his last yeah. name? Yeah, Ned. Uh, anyway, the, the guy that knows him, yeah, Needle knows him, yeah. He recognizes him, but it's not that time, but it's the time that he just like when he walks up to him and he just decks him. And it's just yeah. like, just out of nowhere. I found that hysterical just because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I hate running into people that recognize me from way back and I have no clue who they are. It's it, it's terrible. And I feel bad. But, you know, I don't want to punch him. Probably not. But still. Anyway, I, I thought that scene was pretty funny. So. I did too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's, I, I was actually going to say the same thing. You know, after he went through a couple iterations, right. he was like basically over it. He was like, dude, I, I don't have the patience for this guy. Right. That was hilarious. Was that your choice, Mark, or did you want to go and do another one? Yeah, yeah. If that, I was actually going to say the same thing. There was just something something about it where there there are certain things that we do in society because that's just what we're supposed to do and mm-hmm. we have certain formalities that we have and and everything so i thought it was just really funny when he was just like you know i'm just going to cut you the chase you know like i'm just mm-hmm. going to go through and just blitz through everything because you know, I don't, I don't have the time for it. So I thought that was just super funny. Mm-hmm. And then also Ned's laugh whenever he would step his foot into the water. Man, <laughs> hilarious. You know, like his reaction. He That's is whatever that was. Like that was really easy. good. Yeah. 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 That clearly resonates with everybody, man, because everybody yeah. does on that one. Cool stuff. Uh, which, which is why you can appreciate him punching the guy after hearing that a couple <laughs> right. times with yeah, like exactly. wet, nasty, exactly. like dress shoes. Uh, yeah. Nice. It, Vanessa, are you, uh, can you hear us? I can. Sweet. We don't have an awesome. echo. Can Dude, we welcome her? Like give her an official excellent. welcome? 
Yes, official welcome. Welcome, welcome Vanessa. Official, yeah. For this episode. Yay. Thanks, guys. We are discussing Groundhog Day. We are going to put you into the hot seat quickly. You are being asked, what was your favorite scene from Groundhog Day? Vanessa. Well, I'm like everybody else. I really love the Ned interaction um, and was looking forward to every time that he was going to run into Ned. (laughs) (laughs) um, But then, you know, since everybody's already named that, the only other thing that I could think of was just how much I started to really hate um, the I Got You Babe song. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to hear this. I I was looking forward to when he was out of the Groundhog Day cycle, so we didn't have to listen to that song anymore. Where's it's going, boys? You're playing yesterday's tape. But yeah. you did have to hear it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> did. One huh? more time. At the very end, they played it one more time? Yep. He woke up and it was like, oh, man. And then he's like, oh, sorry, we're doing the same thing from yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of happens, so, yeah. yeah oh. I, I will say that I did love his interaction, too, with, like, the... Um, like I don't know what her role was, but she was always the one that would offer him coffee when he would come down the stairs. Oh, in the mornings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Uh, Lancaster or whatever her name yeah. was. I forgot her name. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, his sarcasm with her, uh, definitely, yeah, it, it's just amusing because, you know, he treated her like she was just some country bumpkin, you know, and yeah. he didn't have time yeah. for her. But like that first that first interaction where he did the sarcastic news report, uh, weather, Dude, mm-hmm. I just died laughing. He's like, I'm sorry, did you actually want to discuss the weather? Or, you know, just like, mm-hmm. like we can you? do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, like, do you know where I can get a cappuccino? And, and like, she was like puzzled. And he's like, mm-hmm. and then he like said something under his breath. Like really, really he's funny. Like, can like, you I, spell cappuccino? Or I think it's something like yeah. that. To that effect. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so lastly, looking forward to getting out of the, out of that town from that. Yeah. Absolutely. From the moment. Um, got there. Justin. Go ahead and tell us what your favorite scene of the movie is. Lastly, uh, no, you say favorite, man, dude, it is well, so hard that, to choose. Yeah, there's that's a loose. So it really is good scenes. Yeah, yeah. that's um, loose. Yeah, I'm just gonna go a yeah. random one here, man. Bowling alley when the guy's like, "Anybody want any flapjacks?" <laughs> <laughs> I love and, uh, that scene, man. And, and he's talking about a day when he spent with someone. Why couldn't he get that day? He was on the beach with a with a woman. <laughs> Why couldn't I get that <laughs> over and oh, over? Yeah. And then they uh, they end up in the uh, car getting uh, chased by police, and he just says whatever, just goes on the train tracks. I love that. That Dude, was good. That yeah. was a pretty good scene. Like, well, yeah. like when those guys like instantly sober up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll just randomly take that uh, next part of that scene that Ken's talking about as my favorite scene. Quote air quotes. Uh, he says it's the same thing your whole life. Clean up your room. Stand up straight. Pick up your feet. Take it like a man. Be nice to your sister. Don't mix beer and wine ever. Oh yeah. Don't drive on the railroad track. And then Gus, he made me laugh. Well, Phil, that's what I happen to agree with. <laughs> yeah. Just sobered exactly. up. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So yeah. quick question for you guys. Did you guys know that? Um, so you guys all know who Harold Ramis is, um, the director. No. Uh, okay. So no. neither did I. I did. But, um, okay. So Vanessa, break us off with who Harold Ramis is. 
Um, like he's a very well-known director. Uh, yes, Groundhog Day is one of his, but I think he's best known, unfortunately, for Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's and and uh, Bill Murray was in that too. Yeah, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, the black guy. No, I'm just joking. Um, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you joking? I, I, that, was actually, that, that was actually Hudson, on the yeah, VHS cover. <laughs> The black one. Black. Rick Moranis and the black guy. The black guy. Yeah, I was going to say Rick Moranis too. Yeah. That's funny. So, did you guys know that they actually kind of had a falling out um, after this movie? Um, they were friends during Ghostbusters, but supposedly, when you read it on the internet, they argued a lot because Bill Murray was going through a divorce, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wow. oh. Dude! That explains all the, the sarcasm. Dude, like, that was some real sarcasm. That was, that, it was feeding him. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. if you've seen uh superman um general zod uh yeah. he is in this movie um as oh. a young man who gets super excited for some wrestling tickets that oh that's is, him that's that him um, oh i looked michael, at that last uh, what's his name michael uh, shannon michael shannon. michael shannon really i did not I, recognize him on this i last saw that last night and i was blown away that's wow. like wrestlemania yeah <laughs> Dude, they got it. Yeah, I, I was like, well, if that's not an indicator, you should not be getting married. I don't know what is, but uh, <laughs> that was <funny>. WWF. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, all good, all good. Yeah, okay, I should cut that. No, no, you're good. For all, you're for good. all our WrestleMania fans out there, we don't like wrestling. I don't know about Stephanie and Vanessa. No. You guys, did you guys ever like wrestling? The Rock. Oh uh, yeah. I was just about to say. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, maybe some Hulk Hogan. It's not that kind of show. Maybe not some that Hulk Hogan. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I went back a few years. <laughs> if Destiny can discover Jason Momoa, I can discover The Rock back in the day. Oh. <laughs> he goes by well, Dwayne Hulk Johnson. Hulk Hogan now. and Thanks. Savage yeah. Macho Man were pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to have to do a Ultimate uh, Warrior and all those dudes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, um, my fellow woodchuck chuckers, as the uh, radio DJs say, woodchuck chuckers, God, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, this movie actually is, to me, more relevant now than it was before the pandemic, because I don't know about you guys, at the age of 42, plus the pandemic, I kind of feel like when I wake up in the morning, it's the same morning. Now, I, obviously, we're not trying to um, say that life isn't full of meaning or anything, but um, I think from their perspective, they were... Um, Kind of, kind of trying to discuss ex, ex, was it existentialism? Yeah, existentialism, existentialism, or exist, whatever, blah blah blah. The point mm-hmm. of existence. And I read one thing yesterday that said that Harold Ramis and the other writer, I forget his name, we'll give him proper credit soon. Um, they were both, uh, they gave an estimate of how much time he actually spent in Punxsutawney. And I want you guys to guess how much time you guys think Phil Connor spent there versus Two what years. they. You, you mean like when he's um, going Groundhog Day recycling? Yeah. Yep. Um, in the time loop, in other words, how many? Yeah, how, in the how time. Many time loop. Okay. How much time in years? Wow. Um, years. Yeah, I mean, I would. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I would say nine months. Okay, Vanessa, Stephanie, Justin, mm-hmm. Ken, did you say Vanessa? You said two years. Well, let's, let's get let's get their I, answers. Yeah, let's get their answers. I was thinking nine why, months think too, but I'll I'll say eleven. I'll just yeah, I'll say eleven months. And, and I'm gonna just do the prices right. One dollar. 
<laughs> Justin, did you guess? Man, I'm going to say six years. Okay, so Ramus or Ramus, I don't know how you pronounce oh, no, well, it. Once... Well, Ken didn't give his. Did Ken give his? Oh, sorry. No, I said I said two years. Oh, my bad. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was going to explain why I thought that, but but go, go ahead. Go for it, bro. please. Well, I was just going to say, judging like if you if you take the amount of time it takes to learn languages and learn an instrument to the degree that he knew it, you'd have to play every day, which he did eventually, for a period of time before you were ever that good, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why I think, you know, two years is probably the, the bare minimum. But yeah, I'd love to. Was hear that the that. highest one? Two years? I think it was. No, no, no. 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 So, so, I said six, six years. years. Justin yeah. said six years. That was the highest one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Justin, you're the winner just based on how what? long. Uh, Ramus once said Phil was trapped in Groundhog Day for 10 years. Even yeah. though the original uh, no plan. No way. Mm-hmm, the original plan was to have him trapped for 10,000 years, according to the website. Something. Yeah, da, 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 da. Um, and then it says Phil was actually trapped for eight years, eight months, and 16 days. Yeah. Whatever you, however you slice it, he was there for quite some more time than I think the film led on. Yeah. Yeah. But but the, yeah. the film actually helped us to appreciate that he was there for that long because after they did so many of those times that he killed himself, jumping off the roof, uh, putting the yeah. toaster in the um, tub, um, mm-hmm. and, he, and a few more of those, that kind of led me to believe that that kept happening over and over and over for a long time before he just gave up on that plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he started uh, saving cats and kids out of trees. And... <laughs> Get out of a tree. You never say thank you. <laughs> you never say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fixing tires of old ladies. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it's the motor club and the yeah, way their exactly. bodies are gyrating as he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, he had to spend a lot of time uh, with the suicidal thoughts and then he spent time doing the devious things. Uh, stealing from those two old guys with the Brinks truck. I think he did that first. He he did the devious stuff first. Oh, he the went, devious yeah. stuff first. Yeah, okay. he went total like I'm. I'm just gonna you know quote unquote be a god and and do all the the terrible things. And then did he, he got like bored twenty donuts. Quick. Yeah, in the yeah, diner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the diner exactly. Yeah, that scene was delicious, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, good. Uh, that's my pandemic smorgasbord right there. Yeah, so it, and you know who? I mean, obviously Bill Murray did a great job, but Andy McDowell I thought did a really good job of living each existence or each each day as if it was just like a regular day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. like yeah. she yep. was just like good natured about whatever he was doing, but mm-hmm. it, it was just kind of cool how she just kind of played along. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you go outside of the actual movie and you think about the actress themselves, how they're actually kind of doing stuff a little bit differently each time. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. She did do it. And especially job. in that scene while she's gorging, you know, and she, she's just like looking at him <laughs> with a cigarette in his hand. <laughs> yeah, cigarette yeah exactly. right. <laughs> Don't you care about your health? Yeah. Yeah. He's mortified. Yeah, as it, as if that was the first time that she saw this, you know, her coworker actually just like eating like this. It's just really, Doing really, really exactly. funny to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, me and Justin were going off on one of our podcasts about um, little micro breaks in people's facial expressions. If you're supposed to be angry, some actors are just mm-hmm. not good at keeping their anger going. They do this little micro expressions that show they're maybe laughing or looking at somebody off uh, screen. And uh, what separates the good actors from the bad actors is obviously the good actors are able to keep that going. And to to your point, Mark, I think she did a great job of that constantly. Oh yeah, she's um, a, she's a great actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in anything else. I don't know about you guys, but Lifetime. Back to the Future Three. Back to no, the Future 
I actually like her, and this is a movie that a lot of people don't necessarily remember, but Green Card with the guy Mm -hmm. whose nose looks like a butt, Gerard Depardieu. (laughs) (laughs) Depardieu! It's your delivery, Vanessa, that made that so funny. Gerard. What nose? Okay. Depardieu. Green Card. I, I watched something with my wife, and she was on some kind of Lifetime type show. Uh, yeah, it's not. We're done. Let's just go move forward from there. <laughs> so you, lost interest. Yeah, you, you said Back to the Future three. You guys Stephanie, don't remember that, her from Back to the Future three? No, that's that that's, is not her. In that's Clara the Clayton is a different actress. Her name is Clara Clayton. Yeah, it that's is? not her. Yeah, also not her real name in, in the in the movie. But but the actress <laughs> is not Mary, the same. That's Mary actor. Steenburgen. Yeah, yeah. Is it really? Oh good? my! I thought mm-hmm. they were the same person. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she d- she does actually look the same. Yeah, we don't all look or similar stuff. Pale <laughs> <laughs> skin, dark hair, dark they black hair. They have the hair. same curly hair. Yeah, curly and, yeah, hair, yeah, curly and nice like gentle hair. demeanor. Yeah. yeah, I I would accept that. I I I would accept that. Okay, all right. Thank thank you, my brother. My yeah. uh, only because Back to the Future three is supporter. my my second favorite Back to the Future movie. I can't accept um, that. You know what? That yeah, their personalities are quite different. I, okay, I thought she was just that good. Mm-hmm. I think their accents are similar. She's from South Carolina, and Claire Clayton kind of may maybe got a little bit of that. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, that Southern accent. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, we man. have a we have a Southern person on our podcast today. Vanessa. Howdy. <laughs> yeah, play it up. Play it up for the, for the people. Yeah. I just came up from down yonder on my on my giddy up horse. <laughs> giddy up. Giddy up, Vanessa. Dial oh. it up on the Zoom machine. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that that Fred Armisen uh, stand up on Netflix? Mm-mm. Okay, it's called mm. it's called Stand Up for for Drummers because he's a drummer. You guys know who Fred Armisen is? Mm-hmm. The guy from mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. Okay, I, it's surprisingly good at drum. I didn't realize that he was uh, talented like that. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at drums. But anyway, you guys should check that out. Just if you can get past the part with Sheena E or she, who's the drummer, the the female Sheila drummer. E. Sheila E. Sheila E. If you get right past that part, because there's some parts that are not that funny. Anyway, he goes through all the accents of the United States, starting over there in New York, all the way to California. And when he gets to the southern part, it is hilarious. He nails every single one of them. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful in my opinion. I, I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's pretty good at that. All right. We're not going to let that hilarious guy, Armisen, steal the thunder from Phil Connors. Phil Connors. <laughs> Phil Connors. Phil? Isn't it interesting? His name is the same name as the Groundhog. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's a lot of messages in this movie. Yeah. What um, was that about? Oh. What was that? Phil the Groundhog yeah, and then Phil Connors. Like, what, what was the yeah. deeper thought behind that? I, I don't think it was so deep as just to say that they were, in a sense, the same person. Um, Got it. They they were both reliving the same day, or or uh, he was mm-hmm. the same name as the creature that supposedly was the cause <laughs> of him living the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a couple of th- th- this was a really uh, witty film. Um, the way it was written, and it does actually cause you personally. I, I would uh, hope you guys too would think, what would you do? if you uh, had to do that same day over and over again. And in his particular case, he had a particular set of circumstances, namely Rita was the, the prize in his head. Um, and to see the evolution of him changing, 
I just want to hear what you guys have to say with that, uh, say about that. And we will start with, uh, first off, did that make sense? You know, his morality, his trying to, uh, win the, the vixen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, turning it sense. into this poetic guy who holds the camera and brings coffee and pastries by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had that little evolution from the beginning to the end. Um, so just tell us what you guys think about that. Um, we'll start with Stephanie. Oh man. So are you asking what I would have done? What you would have done. Um, or any, yeah. What would you have done? <laughs> Rob Banks. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I think I'm going to go laugh. So on that one, um, okay. you know, you know what I wonder, like, okay, say he was exhausted the night before and he just said, I'm going to catch up on sleep. Well, he wake up exhausted every morning. You know, <laughs> he wake That's up feeling question. the same as the day before. That's what I'm wondering. Cause I'm always about trying to catch up on my beauty sleep. You know, I really think like, it does reset. He reset because one night years. he was in jail, right? And then he woke up and yeah. he was and he yeah. was in bed. So yeah, hopefully yeah. you weren't yeah. sleepy that first night. Right? Oh, that would be right. awful. You would be perpetually tired. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I wonder. Hmm. Good point. All right, uh, Justin. Oh, what would I do? Uh, man, that'd be tough. I, I, man, I'd probably do a lot of the same things he did. Unfortunately, um, gotta <laughs> kill myself and. Try to steal money and things and <laughs> try to play video games all day and get good at, at video games and then see how yeah. that, that's no good. Um, eat a bunch of food, flapjacks and donuts. GameStop and yeah, they didn't have a GameStop, but you know, whatever you can get your hands on. But then again, I wouldn't be able to get my hands on anything because there's a blizzard, right? Well, in 93, they had to do that. Yeah, Super maybe. Nintendo, 93. Genesis. Yeah, yeah same thing. Yeah I, I, yeah, I wouldn't do much different, yeah. unfortunately. So you kind of alluded to one scene real quick before we move on to the rest, um, where he is answering Jeopardy, you know, just got so good at that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was hilarious. Impressing yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were super impressed. Lake, Lake Titicaca, he said. On one of yeah. Them. yeah. Mexico and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, and Mark, what would you do with uh, an entire day that repeated itself? Yeah, you know what? Um, I definitely, I, th- I think I would probably do the bank robbing thing. I think that, <laughs> and maybe stealing the wo- stealing the groundhog. You remember how I <laughs> did that? No, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I I think honestly, I would try to do stuff that I that I've always wanted to do and, and never had the time to do. So like, get really good at a, at either you know piano or do. <laughs> you know, something like that, learn a new language. I think that once you realize that you are getting unlimited time, like the first five times, I think that it would be crazy and mm-hmm. you'd be freaked out. Then after that, you start to get comfortable. Um, so I probably would do some crazy stuff first. But then after that, I think I would totally try to do something constructive, get really good at something nice. just to mix it up. Like the piano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, let me insert this question. Uh, in the question for everybody, just one word answer, no more. What instrument would you love to get good at? Uh, starting with uh, Ken. Guitar. Okay, Mark. Yeah, same guitar. Justin. Piano. Vanessa. Violin. Ooh, mm, nice. Stephanie. Piano. All right, and this is Bradley. I would do the triangle. Uh, Ken. <laughs> Would you uh, expect one day? <laughs> He's like, oh, the master done. <laughs> 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 
no, no, there's more to it than you think. Um, so, Ken, the question, what would you do with the entire day repeating itself? Man, um, I got to be like, so the biggest challenge would be that you're stuck in Punxsutawney. So I would try, I, I, I think, because I, I thought about this while I was watching the movie, try my hardest to get out of town early, right? So if he wakes up at six, get somewhere with an airport and fly as far that, as he can. Yep. And like, just get to like, I don't know, like an ocean. I don't know, get to Disneyland or wherever. And if it's the last thing you do, which you probably, you know, like you just, I don't know, eat it in and out or something. And then you wake up and it's like, all right. But I, I think I would have tried to travel. Just how far away from this place can I get? That <laughs> in is one true. Day? That's a good point. I like that. I like how that. How big really was that good. blizzard though? Wasn't there a blizzard? A it blizzard was, it was roll, or something rolling in, but that was later. Them. I think you've, Leave it six. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beat mm-hmm. the blizzard. Five out the door. Yeah. Beat the blizzard. Beat the blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. one. I mean, they're all good. But yeah. that, that was, I didn't think mm-hmm. about anything like that. Uh, and finally, Vanessa, what would you do with an entire day? Um, I think I would do all of the things that I'm too afraid to do in real life because I knew, I would know that I'm going to wake up the next day. So I'd probably go like hang gliding um, I'd probably try to find like some like dangerous cliff to climb, um, you know, all mm-hmm. those daredevilish things that I would never do in real life because mm. I know I'm going to wake up the next day. Ah, that's good. Okay. So you wouldn't mind, um, like on mission impossible, just fall into your death. Kind of like what he did with the car when he, you know, ran through the railroad <laughs> tracks. It's like, what do yeah. I have to lose? All right, this is Justin, your editor here. Thanks for listening thus far. And here is a part where we had to pause because the browser actually had too much information stored in it. So we had to reset it and then restart our recording. So where we pick up has nothing to do with where we left off. Back to the podcast. I am interested in Campari. What, what is that, Vanessa? Um, it is a alcohol that literally almost tastes like rubbing alcohol. Whoa. <laughs> it, it sounds a lot better <laughs> by the name than how it tastes. Mm. It, like, is it like strong, like ever clear? Is that what you're saying? It just, it's, I don't know. You know, if you're looking to grow hair on your chest, this is probably the, <laughs> the alcohol for you. I, I don't really know how to describe it because I mix it with a lot of different things, but it is rough drinking it. On its own. So that's like after a hard Rough day at the at the the ho- hospital when you come home. Um, <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be something. That you when I want to put myself into a coma, <laughs> I mean, take a like, swig of Campari. Yeah, I mean, because kind of like uh, like like bitters, I mean, right? It's just very strongly oh. flavored, or even vermouth, yeah. right? It's a very uh, yeah. perfumey yeah. Uh, drink that you add, you know, just to give it an essence. Right. The essence. You can always make stuff so, sound um, a little better than it is. Sounds like a drink from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bradley. Mm. I keep cutting you off, man. <laughs> no, no. It's all good, man. That's what the podcast is all about. So uh, sticking on the subject of um, Groundhog Day. So we're, we were talking about what we would do with a day. Everybody gave wonderful answers. I didn't really think too deeply about it. I thought it was kind of depressing, but it was kind of cool at the same time because I would be the only person that would know what's going on. And, and, um, not unlike to me, what, what speaks to real life in this movie is, is this is how we become jaded is because we see the the world the same way 
as Phil Connors did, especially if we're perhaps like as an example in customer service. Mm. Every person we talk to oh. is exactly the same as the last person that <laughs> we talked to. Fargo. And so yeah. we become, mm-hmm, we become Punxsutawney Phil's man stuck in our Groundhog Day, or or, um, or Phil like hey, not Punxsutawney but Phil. What's his name? Phil Phil, Phil Connors. Connors. We become Phil Connors. Phil, Sorry, and I it's that every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, w- one thing um, that I find important in life uh, that this movie kind of addresses is not to become jaded because I thought Bill Murray did a really good job of portraying his lack of, um, he was callous at a certain point. He was, Mm -hmm. he became almost unfeeling in his depression. Like, Oh, well, this is what's going to happen. Dumb, dumb over here is going to bring this money out the bank. Five, four, three, two, one, still walk away, do your thing. Which by the way, that was awesome that he took that money and bought a Rolls Royce and dressed up like home skillet, the uh, cowboy. (laughs) Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, Did that thanks. Scene remind yeah. you of anybody, Bradley? Dad? <laughs> yep. Man, my dad and his buddies, they're always like, they have this infatuation with like uh spurs and cowboy boots and <laughs> 10 gallon those, hats. And those it's like <laughs> those spurs were clanking too the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of my dad, man. I was like, this is too much. Like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dad was proud of that man. Cowboys, get a boy. poncho on too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was Clint Eastwood, man, straight up. Yeah. Hey, man, that's two references to Back to the Future Three in a, in a sense there. Um, oh yeah. So um, <laughs> Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. <clears throat> so uh, I just wanted to go straight to that scene with the sweet vermouth, um, where the bartender. Um, I thought that was pretty awesome. What did you guys like about his trying to learn? Um, and we'll do a, a real quick round robin. And you guys know all know what scene I'm mm-hmm. talking about, right? I do. Okay. So we'll start with you, Justin. Oh. Uh, what entertained you about that scene where he keeps walking in? And Mark really alluded to um, Rita's acting skills there. Um, so, so go ahead. So, what, yeah, no, I don't want to take too much here. I'll just, I'll just say it was a really nice scene. Um, I like the fact that uh, he was really trying to learn her likes and dislikes. So if we want to port that over to uh, our, our real life, uh, we should be interested in our, in our wives, you know, the same way, finding out what they like and don't mm-hmm. like. And we can say, Hey, uh, martini with, a whatever she likes, you know? So that's, that's a nice takeaway from that. on the rocks with a twist. There you go. Yeah. No, but I was saying our real life, real life drinks. Oh yeah. Real life. Actually okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin was like, just to be clear. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what you order for. Like, that's <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is this? Like, do you want this Mike's, Mike's lemonade or Mike's not? Le- Cause I want to drink it. No, but I thought it was cool because he was relentless though, man. He, uh, he, that would drive me crazy waking up every day to do that. Mm-hmm. But he went through it. He went, he jumped through the hoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know what I, I appreciated is like they kind of showed his evolution, even with uh, the the main actress, Andy McDowell, um, how at first he kind of went about it the cheap way, you know, for for, you know, for a selfish, selfish reason. But then after that, he really took the time to actually. Like he was invested in her, mm-hmm. you know, he he actually cared for her. So um, at the end, just the whole last day, I think that that was really just awesome. Everything that he was doing, that, that was great. Good. OK, we'll move on to uh, Ken. I'm sorry. What was the question again? We'll move on to uh, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, 
I think you guys are all hitting on all the same points. I mean, I think obviously just adding on with a twist means that he was, you know, like that's taking it to that next level. I mean, he could have just said sweet vermouth on the rocks, but with the twist just makes it even more special. So, you know, the, to uh, some, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said about just paying attention to, you know, what your wife likes and, you know, so just really kind of staying connected with what your better half is interested in to the intimate detail, I think is so cute. Oh man, that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Stephanie. Yeah. Just like, again, yeah. Just the look on her face of like, wow, you know, just being impressed. So yeah. Are we only talking about that scene? Well, you can riff off of really just, I like that scene particularly because that's to me where he started trying to memorize all those details. Um, Uh, yeah. So I, I, I have this kind of the script in front of me and also uh, as it goes, yada, yada, yada. And I don't want to spoil it. So I'm trying to see, trying to pick your brains. Wait. So any last chances can, between Stephanie and Ken? Yeah. Can I, can I say, I mean, you guys are, I think you guys are giving him a lot more credit than, than is due. I think he was still, he was still <laughs> had selfish <laughs> yeah, motivations, well, so that's right? Because then he was like. He was scheming. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was still scheming, scheming at this point. Yeah. Um, Cause he, you he know, was scheming. At the end, yeah. Like, on that part. I always say a, a short prayer and think about world peace or something yeah. like that. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying is that he, he was doing it for completely selfish reasons, but later on mm-hmm. he like, he really cared about this person. He wasn't doing the scheme anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. The evolution towards the end, yeah, his arc yeah. from yeah. the beginning to the end, toward the end. He, and yeah, I, I'll save that for later. Okay. And we can get, we can jump on that. I just really liked they they did an excellent job with that scene. The bartender, his facial expressions, uh, Andy McDowell's uh, facial expressions. Mark, you nailed it. She killed that every single time. And so did Bill Murray. He just walked in mm-hmm. every single time, like I got to play this the right the right way. And when he got to the world peace and her facial expressions, <laughs> and when they got to the next restaurant, um, and but he he messed up. And I thought the writing was so good. Um, so you weren't in broadcasting or journalism? Uh uh-uh. uh Believe it or not, I studied 19th century French poetry. There you go, Vanessa, French poetry. Uh, exactly. And the Phil goes, ah, what a waste of time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He messes yeah, up people who are not you or something like that. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead, what, uh, yeah. Stephanie. What'd you say? Uh, I laughed out loud for that part, actually. Yeah, me But then too. He, he like ends up memorizing the poetry, right? That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of going off the, like his efforts. He took it to there. Like, we yeah. actually, oh, I thought. Back, I know this poem. We actually back a few months, maybe a year ago, uh, were making fun of slash giving props to Mark, the uh, our resident Gen X reverb romantic. And uh, we were talking <laughs> about how, how he's the most romantic out of all four of us. And I snipped that scene where he's, she's like, you know, French? He's like, we. Oui. <laughs> that's mark that, that's mark <laughs> but his bill murray's facial expression how he i think he had his head couched onto his his uh hand and the way he was looking at her just so he was looking so intense man and though his accent and his believability was humorous you know <laughs> yeah how are you speaking french so that was super entertaining can yeah. you oops sorry about that can you alluded to uh saving something because of the the arc towards the end yeah um what were you th- talking about well it, it kind of goes back to like your your 
your bigger point about what this movie, you know, how we could choose to look at it. And, and I appreciate like, and this is something I never really picked up on as a, as a, a youngster when I was watching it. Right. So it's definitely something that, you know, as a 41 year old, however old I am, um, it, uh, (laughs) at the end, you know, basically, I'm going to guess that was Mark that made that. Yeah. I I just joking. His goal was just to like, to like improve everyone's life, even if it's just a little bit. Right. So, I mean, like he realized the limits, right. I mean, no matter how nice he was to the homeless guy, the homeless guy still died. Right. But at least, Hey, he was able to give him, you know, a meal and money and stuff like that. Um, But like, you know, even just making an effort to touch each person's life, you know, sure he spent 10 years doing it, but each person's life just to improve it a little bit. I mean, I, I just appreciate how that the message there is like, dude, just do something nice for people, you know? Yeah. Um, and we'll do a round Robin here on that particular point yeah. real quick. I thought the way this guy on internet movie database uh, wrote his little synopsis, he says, eventually Phil sees his own shadow, boom, so to speak, mm-hmm. and changes from an inconsiderate, callous, egocentric into a thoughtful, kind-hearted philanthropist, refining his understanding of human decency, which in turn, which in return makes him an appreciated and beloved man in the town. Um, and I, there's so much I can say on that, but we're going to turn it over to you, to you guys. Um, what, what do you guys have to say on that? Let's start with Vanessa. Okay. So I'm going to need you to repeat the question. Cause I want to make sure I'm understanding. So it's not really necessarily, um, a, a pointed question. It's kind of a potpourri grab for all. Um, just tell us your feelings regarding, um, his transformation from again, being egocentric you know, it's all about me and uh, you guys get out of my face type guy to being actually genuinely caring. Like Kenny was saying, the um, the homeless guy was like the best uh, case uh, for showing that Phil Connors was like, dude, pop, he yeah. kept calling pops. Yeah. Come on, wake yeah, we, up. We get it, Vanessa. We we deal with his Phil Donahue, uh, Montel <laughs> Williams <laughs> questions. Well, in, in full transparency, like, it's yes? probably been about 10 years <laughs> since I've seen Groundhog Day. So I'm really trying to tap into my memory here. but. Um, I will say, you know, I think you could see the exhaustion on his face, right? Like, even though every day he was waking up, you know, to the same old tune, I think Mm -hmm. he was getting sick of himself, um, you know, at some point in this movie. And so he, you know, being kind of a con artist and being kind of self-serving was exhausting him. Um, and Mm -hmm. so when he started making that transformation, you know, his life became more purposeful, even though he knew he was going to wake up the next day, um, you know, having to start all over. He just, you know, you could see that as you guys aptly call it an evolution where, you know, it all really kind of benefited him in the end. Mm-hmm. Exhaustion. was That's a key yeah. word you use there. Very good. Bradley, you should work for uh, ESPN, man, or uh, Fox. Because my questions are ridiculous. Yeah, you sound like Mike Tirico, man. So, uh, <laughs> your questions are good, man. They're I good. can't tell if that's a compliment or, uh, a, your a questions are good, man. I'm uh, just, I'm just uh, kidding with you. A secretly couched slap. Speaking of which, he seems to have gotten slapped multiple times throughout this film. And I, I found yeah. that little montage. <laughs> yeah. Entertaining. Oh yeah. That little, yeah, that's right. With the Rocky road ice cream. That's it. And, and the worst part about that scene for me is he nailed it. 
but you saw the way he was rushing it. Oh no, <laughs> it's yeah. great. Hey, I love, I love kids. kids. <laughs> oh, I want some of my own. I want 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sticking with the same question for everybody around uh, Robin, um, Steph, you are just quietly sitting there, steepling your, your palms together, probably like waiting. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, now I was trying to remember his, the camera guy, I think it was Chris Elliott. Larry, yeah, Chris yeah. Elliott. Was he ever, was he ever, was he ever nice to him? Like, I mean, did they ever like highlight him besides the beginning? I know he was kind of a jerk to him. He got him uh, <laughs> and he, uh, bought, he bought it, uh, her and him, Larry and Rita, some donuts and coffee on one of the recordings. Yeah. Know. Okay. Well, there you I'll, go. I'll tell you the moment. Yeah. Though. And it, it was like, Oh, go no, ahead. Kim. Mark. I, I think you were about to say it. Go ahead, dude. Oh no. I was just going to say, so that, that morning where he brought donuts and coffee, like that was just out of character, obviously, because they were surprised by it. But then also he asked the uh, cameraman, Hey, what do yep. you think? You know, what, what do you think about this shot? And he was like, yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. you know? So it, it, was, yeah. it was so yeah, funny yeah. Uh, how he changed, yeah. yeah. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so just kind of along the same lines, just how each person, I think he even saved the mayor's life when he's choking on a big <laughs> chunk of yeah. steak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes along and saves him, and he just did all these heroic acts, like all in that one night, you know, yeah. that again impressed Andy McDowell's character, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Much. That was funny because he said you need to either do something or get some sharper teeth if you're going to eat steak like that. <laughs> that made me laugh. Right. And everybody laughs. Ha ha. I almost died. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Mark, uh, did we get to you yet on that? Yeah, I just I've jumped in on everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> already. But um. <laughs> what's the question again Brad? <laughs> so, so basically just um okay so to me watching it last night i think i had the epiphany um really is what i'm trying to say is like dude this is real life man um we all are kind of living a groundhog day like not literally but dude you wake up if you wake up every morning and you go uh not this again and and you're not improving and you're not trying to figure out how to be nice to uh the cameraman and ask about his kids you know i guess what i'm trying to say is is what are, did you enjoy, what, what were some of the specific things that you saw in the movie that you enjoyed to, to see the difference between uh, stinky Phil and, and good Phil? Stinky <laughs> Phil. All right. Well, I'll, I guess I can jump in on that, that question then. So I like to, if you think about the very beginning um, when he's, I guess he's in Pittsburgh or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, Hey, I can do the evening show for you. He's like, I'll be back by five o'clock. He's like, are you sure? And like the producer's like, yeah, maybe we can stay the night. He's like, no, I'll, I'll be back by five. Mm -hmm. And then like to go see that transition from him absolutely hating this, this little uh, town to appreciating it, to appreciating the people, to caring for them, uh, to caring about the waitress and you know, the, the, the drunk and the, you know, what, whatever, yeah, seeing how he uh, cared enough for everybody that by the end of the end of the movie, he's like everybody's favorite friend. You know, everybody knows him. Everybody's like, you know, you know, uh, you know, slapping him on the top, uh, on the back of on his back, so to mm -hmm. speak. So just seeing that transition from him hating everything about the town to feeling uh, love and, and care for the town, I think, was just a, a great transition. Yeah. So can I ask, did anybody else kind of feel like that was nearly impossible to get that much popularity? 
uh, in course. one day. And, and, the- and it's a movie, <laughs> and that's it would never happen in real life like that. But we, it's that's what makes it entertaining, right? The fact that the Midwesterner. I, I'm going to say I've been to town small enough where you could you could make an impact. <laughs> you know, the, they'd recognize like, oh, hey, it's that, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like yeah. just that friendly. Because he gave like that great morning yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was already yeah. famous because of his like, speech that morning, too. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. OK, so I'm not going to ask anybody else to answer that. Uh, whatever it was, we're never going to call no, it a question. No, no. Unless you want good. to. I think we kind of already did. Unless I think yeah, Stephanie's left. Or is it Stephanie? Or is it Vanessa or, or nope. Kenny or me? Uh, I can't remember. I, I have something to Sorry add about, about um, uh, Larry, the camera guy. So why is he in so m- many movies with uh, Bill Murray, that guy, Chris Elliott? I don't know. Is he? Is he like his Let's give him props. Term? What's his yeah, real name? Elliott, right? Dude, I, d- I do enjoy some Chris Elliott, though. Yeah. While we're looking up, while we're looking up Chris Elliott, that was Homer Simpson at the beginning, right? No, that wasn't Homer. No, that guy. No, that dude. Um, that dude's played like bit characters, and like he was in um, uh, what's the what's the name of that movie? Uh, who are we White. talking about, by the way? Who are we talking about? Which character? the guy that was gonna the cover ass- for him? Right? Okay, so that guy is on the a cool show that me and my wife uh, binge watched called White Collar. Oh, White Collar. White that's Collar. That's that's him? Mozzie. Yeah. From White Collar. Mozzie. Solid yeah. show. Really Stephanie and Vanessa, you guys never Wait, seen no, no, that's White not Collar? Chris Elliott. No, 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 no. No. That's not Chris I think Elliott. I've seen a couple of oh, episodes. No. Okay. Yeah, he w- thought that was uh, Frank Castellaneta. With Sorry the, about that. Uh, Tiffany, that's Willie Garson. Tiffany Thiessen. Yes. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yep. She's on there. It's kind of like a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio um, Catch Me If You Can type show. Mm-hmm. He gets that's out of show. prison. Was he on the Tracy Ullman show ever? I don't know. Um, the Homer Simpson guy was. Yeah, the Homer Simpson guy was. Yeah, okay. yeah, he was. But I don't know why I'm trying to picture his name is a long time ago. And this is where, and I apologize in advance, but I'm like kind of like a queen of useless knowledge. But his name is Dan, I think Castellaneta or something. You are welcome here. Yes, that that brand of knowledge. <laughs> that brand I of knowledge is nuts. welcome here. I drive my yeah. friends nuts. They're like, "How do you know this stuff?" I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I second awesome. kid. It was funny yeah. one time. Found the one time we were watching a, uh, I don't know, some movie or something, and I I called out who this, you know, a very pretty actress's name, and Hope was like, "Oh, well, do you know who he is?" And I was like, "Well, his <laughs> name is blah blah blah. He was in this, this, and this." And she's like, "Oh, okay." So, like, <laughs> as long as test. you keep it balanced, You're exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> she tried to get you on that. Exactly, I was ready. Uh, I was ready for that. <laughs> so why do you know her? Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, no, stop. Uh, all right, man. So we don't do that. <laughs> hey, hey, my, I changed my Siri voice to an Australian woman's voice. My, my wife said, "So why is she Australian? <laughs> why is she?" <laughs> Did anybody else notice the, um, the copious amounts of ridiculously huge cars? Oh my goodness, in this, man! Uh, the movie. It was 1993, yeah. yet there was no. all this Detroit garbage. Everybody was driving around uh, freight trains, man. <laughs> Dude, that that's that's the Midwest, especially like the northern, mm-hmm. like the uh, Iron Iron yep. Belt or or whatever they call yep. it. Yeah, I saw a Dodge Caravan. A grand caravan in the background with the little fake wood trim on the side, a nineteen nineties esque Honda Accord 
And I was like, oh, cool. But then I saw all those ginormous cars, man. The one that they were driving on the train track. <laughs> um, that, tr- that car was huge. Um, and one last thing I wanted to say was I thought one of the funniest lines in the movie was when uh, Home Skillet Gus came outside the bowling alley. And the other guy goes, friends don't let friends drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he and said. That was it. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> That, that that whole um that scene in the bowling alley that that was pretty funny that yeah those, those guys yeah that was that was a pretty funny night it's just a well i think like all around i, I all around this is an excellent movie just because like even the bit players right even people that just had a very small part yeah. sold it mm-hmm. you know yeah so it wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. just you know it, i don't know there's something about uh they don't really cast ugly people anymore right you know so you just had like average looking people Yes, and I think that, that that it helped build this this tiny little world he was in. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, may not have used as as sharp as well. a word, uh, Ken, but <laughs> no, Phil I Connors appreciate it. Think it, it the same thing. My hero. My apologies. Yeah, it, it did it did <laughs> feel like a small a small town with regular mm-hmm. people and 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 everything. So yeah, I I agree with that. Don't mm-hmm. you come in here. Fixing my words for me. <laughs> Mark is the, the nice one. <laughs> he's the soft he scalpel. Is, man. Man. It's, well, it's all that uh, R and B he listened to. It, it's give him. It, he's tender with his words. <laughs> there you go. That, that, you know? Hey guys, true. this is Justin. Um, baby face. It's nine o'clock here in Phoenix, okay. and uh, I, I'm gonna have to uh, dip out. I don't know what else to say on this. Uh, well, yeah, I think we, we completely ignored your request. But I, I just wanted to tell you guys uh, that I enjoyed something about that movie. Um, a bunch of drunk, small town people dancing to this song here. <laughs> festival dude <laughs> are you serious ken no 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 not this specific festival but no. i'm thinking of like october fest and yeah you know good times dude and we could cut yeah. this out of the, this this next thing i'm about to say out of the podcast or just keep it in but dude okay when i first started watching this movie my my thought is always unfortunately how many people of color are going to be in this movie right. and i was actually shocked <laughs> if you look in the background at this scene there are a few people uh, dancing and walking, and I'm there. Like, there, wow! In Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. In Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. Well, they came for the party, man. They just, they know. What kind of drinks they got there? They can smell it. Getting there. Well, yeah, you saw the steins that lady was carrying later on. Yeah. Steins. Well, friends, we. I really miss Oktoberfest. Okay. Oktoberfest. That's why you made Febtoberfest. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Thank you for joining us this week on Gen X Reverb, where me. Kenny, Mark, Justin, and our cousins, Stephanie and Vanessa. Yo-Yo Ma's cousin, little nepotiz. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for, for having me. Thanks for allowing us. This was fun. Danke. Yeah. Let me get some of that. <laughs> Danke, Stoyoyen. I'm to do like the hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> we do need our studio. <laughs> All right. Any last words uh, from our guests? Vanessa and Stephanie, anything you want to say to our listeners, to your uh, people back where you live, anything? I was going to say thank you for making my dream come true <laughs> as your number one fan. <laughs> I appreciate this special moment 
in my life will go on my calendar. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Yes. And aloha. <laughs> aloha. Thank you. And I was Is just going to say, say, I'm going to encourage all of my fellow Houstonians to check this podcast out, give you guys some love. Woo! There's, lots of, there's lots of chuckles and lots of reflection. And thanks for allowing me to crash the party. Yes! Oh man, you guys are always welcome. Yep. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, uh, Kenny, you are actually the most skilled at this. Uh, yeah, at the outro. So we're gonna go ahead and turn it over to Kenny Maui. All right. Once again, thank you so much for joining us on Gen X Reverb. If you'd like to reach out to the show, we'd appreciate any kind of interaction on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. You can hit us up at it's at Gen X Reverb on all three of those platforms. That's it. Awesomeness. Alrighty. And this episode was recorded on December 11th, 2020 during the pandemic. And it will be edited and be ready to go in uh, <laughs> December 2021. 2021. Let's earmark this one and, and speed it up. Yeah. Speed up. Speed up the production this, on this. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm going to line this yeah, up. So let's, like, let's, let's, let's get this. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I got friends to tell. I'm out of here. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Yeah, yeah, see, you guys see you guys later.